Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. Hey, I think I have a show you're going to enjoy. It's one of those that gets better as we go along. It's a show I recorded live on YouTube, and unfortunately, my original audio didn't work, so I had to use the YouTube audio for this podcast, which does have some drops and some clicks once in a while. But overall, I think it's a good show in which we talk about building an audience. And it was fun having people participate. So I hope you also participate in the future. And let's get right to it. Welcome to Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. So we're doing something a little bit different this week. I'm actually live on YouTube. And the story is that last week I decided to create a podcast for my creative entrepreneur. Uh, podcast, which has been around for a long time. And when I was sharing ideas, I realized, although it's the appropriate channel for that, I also realized that a lot of people who follow me like to talk YouTube. And I have a YouTube podcast. It's been going on for over a year. I interview a lot of experts and will continue to interview a lot of the experts. However, however, I thought that because most of the community who comes to the live sessions, I thought, hey, it'd be a great way to involve them in the podcast. And hello, everyone who is coming on board and involve everybody because they're asking great YouTube questions. So if you're interested, I say 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time is when I will probably do this regularly. I will do the, the interviews separately. I will not do those live, at least not right now. And hey, I think we're going to have a great opportunity to share ideas about how to grow a YouTube channel. Now, if you are watching me for the first time as a podcast on this channel, well, if you are interested in learning how to grow a YouTube channel, definitely head, over, head on over to the tubeblog.com and that's where you can catch this podcast. So I'm looking forward to the questions. I'm looking forward to supporting you in the growth of your channel uh, here on this channel, which is the, the it's really an entrepreneurial, creative entrepreneurial YouTube channel. But again, I have a lot of videos on YouTube here because people in the community are looking for advice related to YouTube. Okay, enough of that. Now you know what's going on. Now you know where we're headed. And I have a few people ready to go, some of those experts that I've been talking about. And so let's uh, let's talk about growing an audience. And as I said, um, for those of you who are coming in live, I will answer questions after I go through this first part. And I'll be happy to share uh, what I know and what I have learned from the experts and my experience growing multiple YouTube channels. So how do you grow an audience? The, you know, there are a couple ways to go about it. There, you, you, have, you have YouTube channels that are very focused, and then you have variety channels. And believe it or not, there's a lot of channels that think they're focused but are still rather variety-like. And how do you know if you have a variety channel or if you have a focus channel? And I would say still to this day, my channel is more variety than focused, although I have it under the umbrella of a creative entrepreneur channel 
but I have a whole bunch of topics. You know, if you're a really focused channel is if somebody can watch one of your videos and then very easily watch the next video without interruption or under, I mean, it's just obvious. Watching the next video that's presented to them on your channel, it's obvious that it just stream streamlined, it flows, it's right. It's not a totally different topic that you may have no interest in because everything works together. And that's how you approach it. And if you have a variety channel, although you may be under one banner, there's still a lot of variety there. And that's how you understand if you have a focused or a um, variety channel. So building an audience, building an audience is um, really about understanding who is coming to your channel. For example, I have folks from around the world who come to my channel, uh, which is great. And if you, where are you from? We have uh, folks, well, we get folks from India. Uh, we get folks from uh, Pakistan, Philippines, all over. Where are you from? If you haven't already, let me know. Let me know where you are from. And uh, I, again, will answer your questions when we get near the end. So building this audience is about understanding what it is they want to watch next. So when you create a video, it's important for you to consider what they wish to watch next. And hey, we have some folks from India. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Um, and in understanding how to bring them in is the second part. And quite often that has to do with traffic sources. How are you going to pull in the people that want to see your work? Now, when you are developing a variety channel, in other words, a lot of different topics, it still may be under the same heading or the same area that of the same area of expertise that you may have. When you want to bring those people in, most of the time, especially early on, you need to consider search. Search is where you want to go. However, if you are a very focused channel, I highly recommend that you focus in on suggested. Develop your suggested audience because these are people who will more likely go from one video to the next video to the next video. And you also need to understand that you have to really look in to your analytics. Your analytics tell you a lot. Your analytics will tell you Despite the fact that you like this one topic, your audience will tell you that they prefer maybe another topic. And how do you know? Well, one, you can look at, we've talked about search. We've also talked about uh, suggested videos, but you can also look at browse features. And there's your audience. So search and suggested bring can often bring new people in, but browse that's your audience, and they will tell you what they like and what they keep coming back for. And YouTube is talking about some new metrics that will very much. Um, oh, so it says, why aren't you doing a podcast? Your voice is so awesome. Well, this is a podcast, and thank you so much. Um, 
And uh, I have a podcast called the Tube Labs Podcast that talks exactly about this. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. How could I not stop in the middle of that thought when someone says such such a nice thing? <laughs> uh, anyway, so so browse features. Um, that's um, that that is where you want to understand what your audience is r really likes because you need to please them. And then from there, you can expand out. And if you get one, one thing you want to look for is that high click-through rate. If you they get if your home audience get clicks at your new topic, well, then obviously you're on the right track. And then of course, number two, they watch it all the way through. And we have a number of podcasts that are uh, related to exactly that topic. So I highly recommend you go to the tubeblog.com and, and listen to those podcasts. They will they can be very helpful in understanding what it is you need to do. So developing your audience is also something, and uh, we have questions. Uh, after this portion, I'll, I'll share, uh, I'll be happy to answer questions. So feel free to put your questions in the chat. So I, I think for the most part, if you want to grow that audience, you need to understand who they are by the way they react to your channel. And over time, you can build that audience with, say, live sessions like this. I think this is a way in which um, – here's a great example. Nick Nimmin. Nick Nimmin has a really long Saturday live show. And when he was on, he often ta – he talked about the fact that he, he loses a lot of subscribers when he does his live show. But he really does develop a community. And that community – where people really feel like they know you and they trust you, they're going to come back and they're going to tell other people about you. So he may be losing subscribers when he has the live show, but at the same time, he has over a half a million subscribers. And so the live show may not be right for a lot of people, but it, it really does hone in. And sometimes it's kind of like if you have a, an email list, sometimes you want to get rid of the people on the email list who really don't care. You want people to unsubscribe. And it's the same thing on YouTube. You really want the people who care to be your subscribers and who come. When people come to a channel and just comment and leave in 30 seconds, that has no value, zero value. The, the people that have value are the ones that stay and watch the videos. So you really do want those people to continue to develop a um, that that relationship with you, and so again, having a live stream can be very helpful when developing that community and see how they react. It doesn't mean you can't have topics that are a little off base to test new ideas, but I do think that you know sometimes if you see that your your audience development, which may be your live presentation if you like to do that, but maybe it's hurting you overall. Now, I have noticed that it has not hurt me so much, but in the past I have. So maybe there have been some adjustments in the algorithm, so it's not so hurtful. But if you see that going live is hurting the rhythm of your, of your channel, maybe put it in unlisted after you go live. And that's what a number of YouTubers do. So they build the audience, they create the engagement with the audience with live answer questions and build relationships. But then 
it'll only be available to people who are already subscribed and receive notifications. And so that's a good way to go about it. So, you know, I, I alluded to some of the new things that YouTube is starting to do to help us understand our audience. And audience is the key portion. When you want to build a YouTube channel, it's about understanding your audience. And that's one of the reasons, for example, I ask, hey, where's everybody from? Because so many people watch my videos from around the world. And there are pluses to that and there are minuses to that because YouTube is trying to find more people who may appreciate the videos that I create. However, if a lot of the people they show these videos to don't understand English, they're going to come, they're going to see that they don't understand a word I say and leave. And that's a negative. So, you know, but there are positives too, because there are some wonderful people around the world who understand English and are interested in the topics that I share. And it, I do enjoy uh, connecting with people around the world. So there is a super plus to that, of course. All right. If you have questions, feel free to put them in the comments and I'll be happy to answer them as we get through. I have some a couple questions that before show that I, I have ready to go and I'll be happy to answer. And also, um, if you are coming later, I'm going to leave this. I'm not going to put it on unlisted as I suggested as an option. But um, if you come later, please put your questions in the comments and I'll be more than happy to answer your questions as far as I can there. And if I, if as always, a lot of times I, I get your questions and if the, I think there's somebody who has better answers, I'll invite them on the show. <laughs> they can answer those questions for you, for you because I think it's very important. I have a number of videos on audience. I really do. And when, when you continue to ignore your audience, the thing is your, your channel will not grow. And a lot of times people ask me, how come I've been, especially folks who have seen, and I mentioned, I've mentioned this before, there are videos um, around the world about my channel that how I've been around for you know over a decade and how I, I haven't grown past 3,000 people now. Well, you know, the reality is it's only been less than four years. The channel's been open that long, and I've been th putting stuff up for various reasons at different times, but that, that I've only been doing this solidly for three and a half years. However, I get the same question over and over again of why, how come you haven't grown faster and so forth? Well, there are a number of reasons. Not everybody's interested in the topic I, I, I share. Not everybody relates to me, just like not everybody will relate to you. However, there is a large audience out there. And if you think about it, let's look at, say, 25, over, over 2,500 subscribers on this specific channel. Imagine 2,500 people in a room right now staring at you or just saying, hey, yes to you. 2,500 people have said yes to you or maybe 50 people or 100 or 500 people have said yes to you. That's a positive thing. And just be happy for the ones that have said so. As long as you enjoy building that audience and, and creating that audience. But here's the deal. A lot of my videos early on were all over the board. They're a variety channel. It was a really a variety channel. Thank you again for the thumbs up. It, it was a variety channel in a way that I had to, to depend on search. Now, I have a video that just crossed 100,000 views, but that was because of search, not building an audience. So it's important. 
it's important to make sure that you understand how you're going to gather that audience and how you're going to go about going from one video to another that's going to keep those people interested. And that's most certainly where my early videos failed, honestly. But that's a lesson learned. And that's how we learn these things is by doing. You know, a lot of times people are trying to figure out, you know, all the little things about starting their YouTube channel before they start. But you have to start. You're never going to learn what you need to do until you start. You'll never know what the audience really wants compared to you, com related to you, until you start. We have a BSDB Gaming here, and, you know, it's all about gaming and what types of games and gaming do you talk about? I mean, you your audience will tell you what your next video should be quite often. And in others who are have different types of channels, some of you have a lot of you have tech channels. You know, let your audience give you a clue. What what is the video that your audience has really responded to over the last 30 days and also the last 90 days and over the last year? And ask, which ones do people seem to react to. And when you understand that, then you know what is your next video. It's what the audience like. Now, that, that does that mean that you can never have a video that is for you? Absolutely not. Absolutely. You you do need to um you do need to have some of your own creative outlet. And it's important. Oh yeah, uh, watching Nick and D, they're, they're they're great, and we, I've had them on the. I haven't had D on the podcast. I should probably ask him, but I have had Nick Nimmin on the podcast, so um, it's probably about time. I have a few people. It's been about a year since I've had some of the experts that names you know on the show, and and so uh, I think it's time to start inviting some of those folks back. And some of the a lot of these YouTube experts have become friends of mine, and I'm actually in some mastermind. A mastermind group with a few that you may know and it's 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 very it's it's very helpful because we can support each other along the way just like i like supporting you as you grow your youtube channels or whatever your endeavor i mean honestly uh this this my whole channel here of course is the creative entrepreneur channel um yeah absolutely i'll, I'll get uh I'll, I'll i'll reach out to d i i will so any any questions as I wrap up building the audience? I do have a couple really good podcasts that I dive deep into. Um, this this podcast, this one is a little bit of an experiment for me. It's a little bit different because quite often when I record, especially the last podcast, I record a little bit and then I stop and gather my thoughts and record a little more. And obviously, this is straight through. So I need to kind of be aware of what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. I did this uh, for about a year on on this channel and and the another channel of mine where I would do it live. So, but sometimes you have to get your you know your feet wet again and, and learn how to uh, maybe organize the live shows a little bit better. So those of you who are listening to the podcast, I, I hope you come on board and, and visit uh, eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time and ask your questions as well as the folks who've been here already. And thank you again for being here. I know for many of you, it's quite late at night. So um, I do appreciate you being here and listen. Okay, so what is the next step in all this? You understand your audience, you understand who it is 
that you want to attract, you know, if you don't know who you're trying to attract when you, who, who would care about the video that you are creating? If you, if you don't know who that is, you probably need to step back and think about it. Think about who would like this video? Why would they like this video? What information do they need? Some videos need to be short, concise, and to the point because you're answering a specific question. Other videos need to be about entertainment and entertaining people all the way through for a longer video. The, the video of mine that just crossed 100,000 views, uh, well, that is a very short video. But I have some other videos with tens and uh, 20,000 views that, you know, they're a little bit longer, four or five, six minutes. And, and those are just fine. But it just depends on that topic and what that audience is looking for. So how do I get my videos on suggested list? That's an excellent question. So suggested comes a little bit down the road. When you first publish your videos, it's going to be browse features and even some search if you rank high in the beginning, if you have some authority in that arena and, and you have some good basic SEO to it and you know YouTube is going to start to test your video. And so you may get some search. But browse is first. Browse is letting YouTube know that your audience likes your video. Pass that test. YouTube, a little bit further down the line, will start to test your video with new audiences and start to suggest your video. Now, most of your suggested videos will be most of your suggested, excuse me, suggested, wow, that was a tongue twister. Most of your suggested videos will be from your own videos, which is a good thing. That's a good starting point. And if people who are watching your own videos are going to your next video through suggested, well, that starts to build. And as YouTube understands who it is that likes your videos, they're going to start to pass them out to other people who have similar characteristics. So one of the things that I do is I make sure that similar videos are in a playlist. And sometimes I only have two videos. I want YouTube to know that this video is related to this video. And that does increase the chances it will be suggested to other people. Playlists are a great way to increase that opportunity. And if you also have similar types of videos, so let's say you have a video that did really well that week so or that month. So make a num another similar video and, of course, put them in a playlist. But you don't have to every time. I mean, quite often, if they're very similar, YouTube is looking for another video that people that watched your video will want to watch again. And why not try to make it your video by understanding? So, so it's, yeah, my... My uh, every video suggested is my own video. So all yours are your own right now. So keep that up and keep trying to keep that scenario happening. Continue to try to get people or to get YouTube to suggest your videos because P YouTube will suggest your videos are if people are reacting to it. So if YouTube puts up one of your next videos and people go to it, you've done a good job and that's working. Morning fame. Our friend Nico Kaminsky uh, has a great program that actually shows you, and YouTube does too. 
if you go into your analytics, we'll show you the videos in other places. Now, if you see that there is a channel that is starting to show some of your videos once in a while and drive a little traffic, take a look and see if that channel is related enough that maybe you can make some similar videos to their videos. Not copy, but look at look for some similar videos. Just like I said with your own videos, what would be the next video that YouTube could su suggest for you? And if you don't have that video, make it. And the same on that other channel that may be driving some traffic. Maybe you can get more traffic from that channel, especially if it's a bigger channel. So take a look and see what is happening on those larger channels that may be related and what is kind of what is referred to as a cluster. What, what does YouTube think your channel is related to? Who do they think you're related to? So a lot of developing that audience and working on suggested is truly understanding what is next. What is next? What is the next video they might, might want to watch? And if you have those videos, put them in a playlist. If you don't have those videos, create them and see how that goes and start building from there. All right, I'm going to wrap this up unless you have a couple more questions. Thank you all for listening on the Tube Labs. Uh, and I am looking forward to seeing some of you here. And I most certainly enjoy this live format. I hope it's transferring over to the podcast world. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll have to do a little editing. <laughs> but for now, thank you so much. If you want more information, head on over to thetubeblog.com. I have about 50, a year's worth of podcasts with all the experts that we've been talking about, and they have some great information. And not only that, I also have people who have just maybe hit a thousand or a couple thousand subscribers. Sometimes that struggle is real. <laughs> Those are the people that we want to listen to. How'd they get to the thousand mark? Uh, sometimes the people with a hundred thousand and a million subscribers, they forgot about the, the realness of it. <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. I, you know, I would love to be able to say your name live. You've been so nice and I can't. So maybe um, you can teach me how to say your name properly uh, because I'm not very good at that, uh, and and I and I hate. I'd love to give you some um, some props. So pre, okay, pretish. Well, pretish. Thank you so much for participating. And it's Tony Merlot. He's here too. All right. We'll talk to you next time on the Tube Labs podcast. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.